Hello there. My name is Matthew Collins, and I am the president of the Pokecasters Network, a Pokemon podcast network. You are hearing this message because this podcast, one of your favorite shows, is either a member of our network or participating in our charity events coming up this May and June. At the Pokecasters Network, one of our goals is to always do charitable work and give back to our communities. Last year, we held several charity events, and we are now announcing our Summer 2020 Charity Series. With three events scheduled in May and more coming down the track in June, we will have plenty of opportunities for you to interact with your favorite content creators. We are once again sponsoring Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. On May 23rd, we have two events, a day of streaming with various streamers helping us raise money throughout the day. Following our day of streaming is a special tabletop one-shot event with guest players from various Pokemon tabletop podcasts. On May 30th, we will host a special trivia event where players from your favorite Pokemon podcast compete in what will be one of the most entertaining games of trivia you've ever seen. We will also be planning special Pictionary Night, and we are in the works on planning a BGC tournament. During all of our events, we will be giving back to you, the fans and supporters. We have two sponsors, Julie Fu and D2 Designs and Decals. Both have donated various Pokemon-themed items that they have crafted, including custom decals, dice bags, embroidered patches, and face masks. We also have a variety of other items our network has gathered, including pins, keychains, plush, bags, and more. There will be various methods for you to win prizes, which you can find on our website and Extra Life page. We want to thank you for your support. So please, come support the children. Come have a laugh and relax. During such troubling times, we know many of you may be feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted. This is a chance for you to come take some time because haven't you earned it? You have, most certainly. We hope to see you all there, and we hope that you will help us spread the word by sharing information on social media and telling your friends. To find out more information, please go to pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. From there, you can find out all the details on our events, how you can help, who is involved, and how you can win some amazing prizes. Thank you so much, and remember, we will get through this together. I saw your mom at IGA yesterday. You saw my mom at IGA yesterday. What were you... Why? Why was my mom at... Oh, I remember what happened. Go on. Um, so she was trading Pokemon with... Oh, Zach? Uh-huh. Or was it Richard? Pretty sure it was Zach. I get the mixed up. Uh, Zach and Richard both have glasses. I know that's not going to help you. I just wanted to point that out. Doesn't help at all. Nope. Um, yeah. So that's it. She showed me where the bullion cubes were because Christopher made some sloppy joes today and they needed bullion cubes, <laughs> hmm. which are. Little meat flavored cubes. I don't fucking know what they are, but I, I know what they are. They're compressed. Uh, they take baby cows and compress them into into cube. That's equate. <laughs> it takes about two baby cows to make one cube, but oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, it takes like a hundred chickens to make one cube. But anyway, she was <laughs> she was at that IGA, which is not in her normal roaming zone because. Her and my dad brought my dog to me because my car broke down yesterday, which was a nightmare because uh, it was on a restricted area. So, like, I couldn't get it towed until today. And even then, I finally got it working long enough to drive it out the gate of the restricted area, and it broke down right in front of the gate immediately. So, it's been a bad few days, been a bad couple days. Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, did you? I knew you cut my brake lines. I knew it was you. Yeah. Uh, 
You, uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't either. Um, you want to start the show? Let's start the show. Here we go. Start the Pokemon show. Take it away, Brett. Oh, and now you'll sing. Did you stop recording? No, we, we've been recording. Oh. So, it was me and Charmander and our new cannibal friend, Ducklet, and we were, you know, doing what you do, uh, posted up at the, uh, on the corner of the convenience store. And this guy comes out and yells at us and says, hey, quit selling pot out here. And I, you know, naturally, I told him to fuck off. Um, Charmander didn't say anything. And then this kid comes up, buys some weed off me. Um, how, you know, how, how old was the kid? I don't know. All I can remember is he owed me $15. He was a little man. He needed to put that shit in my hand. Uh, <laughs> $15, or he'd owe me O-me-o. My jungle love, O-E-O-E-O. Um, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck, fuck. Hey, everybody, welcome to After Dark Rise. <laughs> oh, no holds barred, no nothing show about pokemon where we hurt the ones we love good god hannah it's you it's me i'm brett it's us it's we how are we doing today it's pokemon (laughs) i'm glad you don't sound totally dead inside like i do i had a therapy session today and i'm feeling great (laughs) oh that's amazing i'm so proud of you i love my therapist she's awesome hashtag therapy uh Speaking of good things that make you feel fuzzies and warm, uh, we got our charity going on for the Best Friends Animal Society. Uh, You know, a really great charity that's dedicated to ending kill shelters by 2025. It's something that we really enjoy. Check it out. Information's in the description. Um, We raising that money's up, baby. Also check out our T Public store. Buy our shit because we take what we earn from that, double it up, match it, and send it to them as well. So check that stuff out. Also, Hannah, guess what? What? We are, you and me, have been asked to be a part of that thing that I told you about. Uh, wow. <laughs> Trivia. It's a, Trivia. It is a charity stream. Uh for the Pokecasters Network, which we are unaffiliated. We are not a member of the Pokecasters Network. However, they were very kind enough to reach out to us on the Twitterverse and ask if we'd be interested in participating in a trivia night stream as part of their, um, you know, their, their, their charity campaign, which is for that children's one. Hannah, help. You have the copy. Huh? What I was gave the question? You the copy. 
Oh, gosh. The cup of what? Oh, boy. What is this a charity for? I know it's children. The Children's Miracle Network. Oh, see? You had it right off the top of the dome. Say that. The Children's Miracle Network? Oh, my gosh. It is a... Okay. Saturday, May 23rd. They will have a day of streaming, including tabletop one-shots. May 30th on Saturday, they will have trivia night. That's going to be us. We're going to be on that. Uh, Don't know what time that's going to be, but if you go follow the Pokecasters Network um, on Twitter or, you know, go to Pokemon Crossroads, that website, you will find that stuff out. Big shout-out to to them. Uh, So check that stuff out. Look... Check us out. You know, more details are going to come in. We will have more information on our Twitter and stuff like that. So if you want to tune in and watch me and Hannah make a bunch of fool of ourselves on a live stream, there you go. Then do it. Then do it. And it's for a good cause. So we're yes. just all up in these charity things. For for being two evil people on team dar- hashtag Team Darkness uh, that wants to destroy the world, we're doing awfully good things lately. It's strange. I don't like it. But, yeah. Check out us, After Dark Rye on Twitter, Pokecasters on Twitter, for more information on the streaming stuff and all, and how you can do things that do good things for other people. Now, you doing these Kanto and Johto researches? This is Pokemon Go. We have not talked about actually playing the game in quite some time. You did them? Oh, yeah. Like, I finished them within... The one from last week, what is it? Uh, Kanto is the first one. Johto is the current one. Yeah, I finished it, like, on Saturday. Nice. I think I finished mine on Sunday. So I've been knocked them out pretty quick, because lately me and Pokemon Go are having... We're having a, a, a hissy fit uh, where I don't talk to it for a whole week, but then on the weekends I come over late at night while it's, you know, knock on the door and we do what we do in the shadows. And then, you know, I go about my business the rest of the week. That's just the way it's it's got to go for me and Pokemon Go right now. So did you do the snu- uh, snubble, snubbles? Yes. You I did. got four shinies. Ooh, I got three. You got me beat. Yeah. Boom. I actually... I actually really like that event. It wasn't difficult. It, you know, they refreshed you on Pokeballs and stuff, in, you know, upon completing it. You that was arguably... Right. I would say that was more fun for me, personally, than a community day. Uh, with the exception that I think community day has raids going for it and your friends and hanging out with them. And that's all, that's to me, that's what makes community day the most fun. But from like a game, the game itself standpoint, you're not just shiny checking a mob of Pokemon looking for shinies like this one. You're you're doing stuff. You're getting rewarded for it, and I I, I liked it a lot. I don't care a whole lot about Snubble, but the shiny's real good. Great event. The shiny, the shiny was good because you know purple, but the evolved shiny was eh. He um, was beige, like literally beige. But he's a completely different color than what he normally is. And I will accept that in every instance. Um, Because certain things like Pikachu, where it's just a slightly 
ye- different shade of yellow are unacceptable and I will not stand for them. So yes. if you if it's a completely different color entirely, I'm all for it. Okay. All I also right. got during the event uh doing the JoJo Oh my god, what was that? Oh, I burped. <laughs> oh jeez. Excuse me. I didn't think you'd hear that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm eating. I got guacamole. Did you make it? No, I got... Fuck no. I don't want to do that. That's super hunt. easy, man. Pokemon, focus! Okay. <laughs> we got, I got 100% Skarmory. The murder turkey is loose in my house. I got a 100% Squirtle last week and a 100% Pat Rat. Knocking it out of the park, baby. Oh, I got a shiny... What's the little yellow bug guy? Uh, Joltik? No. No, the one that's like out right now a lot. Doug Spree or something like that. I'm so sorry. Doug Spree? Dunspring? Dunsparce. Yeah, whatever. I was See, thinking Doug Funny. This is going to like... If they do Pokemon trivia, which I know they're going to, I'm... Uh-huh. Did you read some of the things? So they, they'll they have an audio, do some audio clips, and then, yeah, anyway. So yeah, I caught two Shinies on Saturday, and then I've I'm kind of just waiting till the next. Hold on, let me pull up my notes. That would probably be helpful, Hannah. You take notes. I commit everything I do to memory. That's why the show's bad. You do not. I mean that, and I eat guacamole live on air. Okay, so the next. So the only thing that I don't really like, I mean, I guess having these. A week out gives you time to like get everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I already had a shiny Skarmory. I hatched a shiny one like several weeks ago. So the next one I'm excited Ooh. for is the, the Hoenn Hoen region. Hoenn. 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 I love you. I love it when you say words. <laughs> Terribly. Um, yeah, because they have Zangoose will be. Is that what it said? I can't read it. Zangoose? Yeah. Zangoose will be in the wild and he has a shiny. Yes. Uh, looking forward to Zangoose coming back. I don't have any more. I gave them all away to people who didn't have them when they were stateside there the first time. Because originally, uh, Zangoose was here first, I believe. And then it swapped to Viper. And then that's pretty much it. Yeah, and then so then after the Ho- Hoenn, we have the Sinnoh, which I'm excited for the shiny Glamwow. Glammow. Glam Glammow. Glammow. Oh boy. Um, this is content. And then, I have got and to the, stop eating these. Make me yeah, stop. Stop. Okay, so then we have the Champion 2020, June 3rd through June 8th. Can we talk about that? Um, yeah. 
And so in the 7K eggs, we have the, what are they called? Glarian forms? You got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be confident. Possible. Be confident. Oh, you can evolve them? You don't hatch them. Like, it's possible to evolve. Huh. Okay. So Galarian forms are, are forms of Gen 1 or 2 is whatever type Pokemons that have Galarian forms. Kind of like Alolan Executor looks different. It's the same Pokemon, but it looks different. However, I will say Galarian Meowth turns into a completely different Pokemon than Persian. He turns into Perserker, uh, who's awesome, and I want one. How's my, how's my accent? Um, you've done three different regions terribly. Lucky hair, lucky hair, baby. Mm-hmm. What was that? Okay, that's not that's not a knife. Way down here in Oklahoma with the tigers, that's where you'll find the knife. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's next to talk about? Uh, we'll do Team Darkness next episode. It's my turn. Yep. It's a long time coming. We got sidetracked. Uh, had some stuff to do. So, okay. we, so, we were talking, so what? What? So are you going to read the sc- sc- script? What script? From Miss Unbreakable. From Miss Unbreakable? Yeah, we're going to do that. I was I was lean, I was getting to that right now. Well, no you're not cuz I got to it. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, but I'm trying to move you along. That's the next thing. Okay, ready? Go. No, I'm not ready. I got to bring it up. Fill time. <sighs> Look, I'm, I don't know. Google Docs. Oh, the beers. The beer and guacamole is coming back. Ew. Oh, shit. I'm going to die. Uh, oh, uh, speed up. They announced Community Day today at CDOT. What do you think of that, Shiny, while you're trying to pull up your script from Unbreakable? It's not a script. We're fil- Well, I don't know what to call it. A Word document. A Word an document. Interview. That's, sure. That's an interview. Uh, I, considering, that's today is, considering today is Tuesday, considering today is Tuesday, a week after they made the announcement of Community Day, um, I think that that's it's cool. It's different. Um, don't really care a lot about C dot and Shiftry is is was pretty much useless up until he got some love that made him useful in the Great League PvP. Um, so yeah, PvP people that are in the Great League will like it. The shinies decent enough. Um, there's been worse ones out there. I think. Nuzleaf is a really good shiny. He looks like Michelangelo, like a Ninja Turtle. Uh, and Shiftry is just kind of reddish. Uh, it, it's okay. It's not terrible. I don't hate it. Speaking of which, PvP, I dive, I dove back into it a little bit, and I realized that I suck at Great League and I hate it, and it made me walk away from PvP, but that's because my true calling is in Ultra League, which is 100% better. The meta is so all over the this whacked-out place that you're not facing these badass Altarias or Registeels every match that you have no answer for. It's just randomness. It's, it's, which also, I, you know, I kind of hate the randomness of it, but because the meta is more 
more broad, you have a better chance of winning, you know, than you do in Great League, where it's more narrow. And it sucks. You heard me. Great League PvP sucks. Ultra League's where it's at. Woo! All right. That's out of the way. Um, Team Rocket still sucks, though. So, we were alluded, you alluded to it. We have a interview with a very, very special guest today. Um, not a script that Brett wrote. This is actually not no, a script. No, it's not a script. Um, so, Unbreakable, you will hear that name at the, in the credits or occasionally brought up during other Pokemon podcasts, such as Pokemon Go Radio or lured up by the way we've we've unfollowed the pokemon go radio account um they said some shit about raising kane's chicken and i just had i just i ain't fucking having it it means war uh but you'll hear unbreakable i, I can't even tell you how many episodes you hear that name um so before i became a discord member of pgr i would hear certain names and be like I, who is that person? Like, why should I care? You should absolutely care who Unbreakable is. She's a awesome person, um, and we had and she, but she's also a little too shy, so she didn't want to appear on the show via voice. So I have interviewed her, and we're just going to read the trans transcript. Uh, I hope that's okay, and I hope everyone enjoys the interview. And I'd also like to rub it in Pokemon Go Radio's fucking face that we got her before anybody else. And you know what? I'm gonna get more people from PGR. Uh, by the way, also thank you very much, Salt, for allowing me to do so. Uh, I cleared it with Salt ahead of time, so I'm talking trash. I'm talking trash, but at the same time, I'm also like, thank you for for letting me do this. <laughs> so. We're going to get other people on. We're going to get Climber Dan on. We're going to get uh, Gracie on. We're going to get uh, DeFi on. Like, we're just going to get... I'm going to try and work through everybody eventually. It's going to take some time, but, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And hey. also, you won't have to listen to me all the time. Win-win. Thank God. Hey, so, uh, how about... I read you the question, and then you read the answers. I was actually going to suggest that because I'm going to do a voice for <laughs> for Unbreakable. No That's one knows. Funny. No one knows what Unbreakable sounds like. It's impossible. Please. You're not allowed to know. It's like a shedinja. When you look into the hole in its back, it sucks your soul up, and you're never seen again. Um, so just just don't do your terrible Australian accent. I am very offended, mate. Continue. You kind of sound like uh, Josh on Florida Men on Florida Man. Hey, Man. how many podcasts are we going to plug on this? We're not making money like Dr. Lava and Raid Shadow Smedgens. Let's go. Okay. Ready? I'm, I've been, I've, I was born a baby. Okay. So, firstly, thank you for allowing me to interview today. And I'd like to take a moment to rub your appearance in the face of all those other podcasts. They can suck it. Appearance is a bit of a leap, but sure. Okay, so you've appeared in the credits of various shows and are an administrator to the PGR Discord. 
Can you tell me all your haunts? In the Pogo podcast world, it's just PGR lord up. And of course, I was honored by a happy birthday song on After Dark Rye, which was just the sweetest thing. In PGR, I'm primarily a league director, meaning that I help run the Radio League PVP League. The job came with an administration title. No one ever told me I could actually do administration things. But then I got ideas and started implementing them at 3 a.m. And no one yelled at me, so I kept on doing it. The trainers to the Discord, GoFest tickets, coordination, other new channels, too many channels. Emojis, holiday-themed logo thumbnails, etc. I'm still not sure why no one yelled at me. My role in Lord Up is similar, I guess. Ken is juggling a lot of things and his PvP league needed some TLC. I sent him a DM that said, I have decided to help you with Friday Night Fights and you're not allowed to say no. He said yes, so I started helping run his PvP league too. Then one day, he randomly made me an admin. I basically used my power there to torture Justin. He likes to remind me that he outranked me at PGR, but he has no power to lord up. Insert evil smile gif. Ha ha ha. Fuck you, uh, illustrious overseer. Actually, it doesn't say fuck you, illustrious overseer. <laughs> I added that. My bad. <laughs> okay. Hi, Justin. Well, you get it, girl. That is some straight up girl power. Uh-huh. Like, oh. that's awesome. So, what made you want to get involved? Unbreakable is hungry. She wanted me to eat a chip with guacamole <laughs> on it. I know. She's also thirsty, and she wants me to drink this beer. Man, I think Unbreakable might have a slight bit of a problem. No, she's cool. It's mostly me. Keep going. I was totally kidding. Um, she's awesome. She's very sweet, and I love talking to her on Discord when I get on there. Okay. What? All right, what? Nothing. So, what made you want to get involved, and how did it happen? PGR brought me on a, on as a contest director. Uh, parentheses, Justin. Right before PvP dropped, he was initially hired to run contests in general, but once PvP became a thing, and there was demand for tournaments in the Discord... The job mostly morphed into running the Radio League, and especially when we were all trying to figure out what that would look like, it was a lot of work. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Unbreakable! Stay no, with me! I'm fine. I'm fine. Just had a small hiccup, dearie. Oh, I don't know why. Oh, no, hello! I'm, I forgot to tell you I'm secretly Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> hello! <laughs> oh, hello! <laughs> <laughs> this has gotten out of control. <laughs> oh, I miss Robin Williams in his many iconic roles. Oh, he did bring joy to the world. Where was I? Oh, and especially when we were all trying to figure out what that would look like. It was a lot of work. I don't know why, but Justin kept sending me DMs. He was jumping in the DMs, if getting all up in my DMs, if you know what I mean. Asking if I would help. Okay, I added that too. Asking if I would help. I must have been drunk because I said yes. I really didn't know it would turn into as big a job as it ended up being. The league runs pretty smoothly now, but there was pretty, a pretty steep learning curve. I don't know if you can tell. I'm trying to go for like kind of like a Southern Maryland Monroe, and I'm failing miserably. You started out great, and then you had to eat that, that chip, man. Like yeah, actually, honestly, like I felt 
the saltiness of the chi- tortilla chip in the back of my throat, and that's why I had that like moment where I almost died. Um, uh, go ahead, continue. Who's, which is spelled incorrectly. It um, is not. How do you spell who's? Who is? It's W-H-O apostrophe S. That's like the band The Who. You spell who's like there, they are, like there, like who's, who are. Do you see how you spelled it? Just go. You spelled W-Hoes. Okay, that's a wahoozy, first of all. And don't you question or put me in a box. You don't know my identity. Okay. Who's <laughs> who's your favorite member to moderate? Definitely not Terry. He's a All brick. right. Come on. Tell the truth. Who is it really? Okay. It's Terry. Truly, I'm not actually a moderator. People think I am, but no one ever asked me to be a moderator. And I never agreed to the job. If we had an actual issue with a community member, which is very rare, I bring it to Salt Nar and Salt and then Lord up to Ken. Shout out to Terry Wolf, by the way. Oh Anna. Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to think of something funny to say, but I can think of it, so that's okay. Let's go. Like so yeah, what's the meaning behind the name Unbreakable? It's stupid, really. Which no, wait. Okay, go ahead and answer. Sorry. I happened I... to be binge-watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt when I was signing up for my Pogo account. It's like in the movies where people start looking around the room at things to come up with a name. That's what I did. I actually love that show, and it ended on a very sad note. It was very left open-ended, and it just ended. It was a good show. That's another plug. Okay, let's go. What spurned you into the realm of Pokemon? What are these adjectives? First of all, spurned is a word, not spermed. Spurned. <laughs> not spermed. Spurned. Are you clicking? Oh, I it? guess my accent oh my got God. in the way. Hold on. Did you just highlight the word spurned in the text document? Can you see what I'm doing? Yeah. I can see what you're doing. It's amazing. Hey, quit that. Stop. You're making it go all over the place. You just highlighted the whole thing. If you delete, if you delete Unbreakable's answers, I will come through the screen like the bitch from the ring and strangle you myself. Hi. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. So spurn is a verb, not an adjective. Uh, I suck at life. <laughs> what is happening? Okay, it actually, spurn means to reject with disdain. Oh, well, to be fair, all right, so I used it incorrectly, but in my mind, to, it means to be, to, to do something. Like, to get out and do something, perhaps, maybe. Okay, so you can't be the president of the United States right now. Like. I absolutely could be president of the United States because I'm completely incompetent. Um, Oh, shit. Snap. Um, All right, let's go. What spurned you into the realm of Pokemon? Curiosity. Curiosity. Are you having a stroke? (laughs) I was. 
was a bit too old when Pokemon first came out, so I had never played the game or watched the anime. I was aware it existed, and I could identify Pikachu and maybe Charmander. When the game dropped, it was so huge that I thought I would try it, and I got hooked. My husband and I had split almost a year before Pogo was released, and I was adjusting to a whole new kind of life. Although I kept custody of our friends, things just aren't the same with couple friends when you are... Why is that funny, you heartless monster? I don't know. I just love that. Like, that's a great answer. I kept custody of our friends. I absolutely love that. Okay, keep going. Uh, I thought you were laughing because you're making the cursor bounce around and making it really hard for me to concentrate. Oh, I forgot. I'm trying to read it, like, along with you. (laughs) Sorry. That's what I do. I highlight it. So I wasn't really as social as I had been. I think Pogo was a good thing for me because it gave me an excuse to go places. I no longer let the fact that I don't have a friend who wants to do a thing when I want to do a thing stop me from doing a thing. That is immensely sweet. And it's a lot of personal growth, and I love you, Unbreakable. This, keep going. We got, oh boy. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You, you live famous. You uh-huh. live famously no. lied. Try in... again. Hold on. You live in Glitzy no. LA. What's no, it like? This. You famously live. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Am I having a stroke now? Yeah. You. You famously live in glitzy L.A. What's it like to play Pogo in such sprawling urban environment? Hello, dearie. There are a lot of answers to this question. I'll start with the pre-COVID world. The good. Lots of traffic for easy egg distance and the gotcha to spin stops. Plus, I work on the 22nd floor and I get good, good GPS drift. I never really need to worry about items other than what to delete because there are a lot of stops. I don't really have that much trouble ever finding a Halo stop when that is called for in the game. I live within walking distance of Universal Studios, and I have an annual pass, so when I want to take a walk, I tend to go there, spin some stops, do a raid. I tend to go, uh, blah, blah, ride, ride, the, <laughs> ride the mummy, ride the mummy, <laughs> ride the mummy, maybe grab a margarita and head home. It's not a bad way to spend a day. Santa Monica is also a nice option on a nice day. I can take the train. It's spoofy. It's spoofer city, so you can go alone and be guaranteed to find a 20-person lobby, even with two minutes left on the raid. Again, this is pre-COVID. Universal and the beaches are now closed. There are some other hot spots nearby. The Great Wall of Los Angeles and Chandler Art Walk are pretty regular spots. Basically linear parks with murals and a ton of stops. Won't play either one of those at night, though. The (laughs) weird part of L.A. is that it is so large, it made it very tough to find a quote-unquote local community. I started in a Los Angeles County Discord that had these regions that was basically unworkable for me. Then Then I found a Slack group in the valley that is also quite large. They had massive raid trains, which made it easy to get a legendary. But it's not like I always see the same folks at raids, and now they don't even get out of their cars. The final straw that got me looking for another group was when the conductor of the main raid train started asking for donations. No shade to him. He puts in a lot of work, but I don't really want to play with people who view the game as a job. I started raiding with the Burbank Discord. It's still too big, 
but calmer and people get out of their cars. I made a few friends there, but didn't really find a raid group until dinner hour started. I found an alternative walking train, and it was way more my speed. Now I only raid at dinner hour. It's mostly the same people, and I like them. It's the only way I have really enjoyed raiding. Again, this is before COVID. Before dinner hour, I would raid just to get the Pokédex entry. Now I raid to be with my friends, and that's a nice change. Aww. Of course, it's different now with the virus. I chat with my raid group friends through DMs on Slack, and I've parked outside my friend's condo, and he once parked outside my house for some trading sessions. But we haven't seen each other since Tom Hanks announced he had the virus. I got that notification during raid hour. I don't leave my house every day now. When I play, it's mostly from the car. The one thing about L.A. during a pandemic, suddenly <laughs> there is a ton of parking. So it's pretty easy to park, fast catch and spin, drive a block and repeat. Chandler and the wall aren't so crowded that I can't get out and walk there. But Universal is closed and I haven't tried Santa Monica, nor do I plan to. By the way, uh, her car is a limousine. Continue. That's pretty cool. Dude, I need to go to L.A., like, seriously. Okay, so... Well, what's I, your... see, I, got, I got a friend out there, but I think after she hears this, she'll probably disown me. Well, um, I want to go and be on The Price is Right. That so. has a traveling show that you could go to. I just want to make it clear real quick that I'm not trying to be insulting at all. I am trying to channel this to the most <laughs> best of my ability... And any failings with it are on me, not Unbreakable. She's the sweetest, nicest person in the world, and I'm trying to do her justice and failing miserably at it, I feel like. I, I think she'll get a kick out of it. Sh should I change it up, Mike? No. Should I? Should I? I can find, no. I can find a female Stop. Australian nope. voice. Nope. Now I'm Australian Unbreakable. Let's go with the content. That's hurting my ears, and that's terrible. Please don't do that. Crikey, that's not a knife. This is a knife. I'm going to stop playing with you if you don't stop. Rude. <laughs> okay, so what's your decks look like? Can't tell. Give me those deck stats, yo. I have completely completed the completionist of Kanto region. I have 100 Johto, 134 Hoenn, Sinnoh I have 100, and Innova I have 87. Is that what you mean? Exactly. Flexing on those numbers, I see. Okay. Are you a completionist? Do you go after 100%? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Do you go after a hundreds, shinies, <laughs> J levels, PvP mons? What's your goat? I'm a yes. Dex player, for instance. What's your yes, what is your my goat's name is Jonathan and he is the driver of my limousine. But I'll oh. tell you what gets my goat. With most pogo players, I have at least some OCD tendencies. So yes, I want to catch them all. I think first and foremost, I want the full decks. Then the next goal would be the shiny decks. I'm also a PvP person, so I want the good PvP IVs. I care more about that than 100%ers, but I definitely get excited for a hundo. 
I don't care about luckies other than that if I want to max out a hundo. Most of my raid Pokemon are not maxed out. I'm not powered up a Pokemon for raids since PvP dropped. All my dust goes to PvP. I'm lucky being in Los Angeles, though. I'm usually not short on manpower for raids. Part of me would like to be a duo raid person. If I didn't PvP, I think I would focus upon that. I just can't afford the dust at the moment. Who there can? is no shortage of manpower in line for me. I added that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't get to add in these little, like, notes you put in here. I mean, you can. Well, now I can't because you ruined it. All right, question 13. What is something about you that we don't know that you'd like to share? I may have to think of about this one. Nothing comes to mind. You know, I don't think I'm interesting. You know, I disagree. And I totally do. Like, living in L.A., I mean, of course, we're all little country fied funky bunch of oats. <laughs> country fied bunch of funky oats? Here in West Virginia. You, you know we are. We just we don't get out in the big fit. We ain't fit for the big city up there in your L.A.'s and your Los Angeles and your Los Angeleses and all them other types of California cities. All right. Where do you see no, the game sir. Uh-uh. Ain't no government man gonna come up here and take my land. This is my farm. And I'll be damned if I let the bank come and take it. Let them try. Sorry. I like how you said Brett is high, then deleted it and said stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. I read the question. Where do you see the game in five years? Interesting question. Let me finish eating this tortilla chip. I'm sure it would be quite different, but honestly, I have no clue where it would go. I never would have thought remote raiding would be a thing. Then the world exploded and Niantic had to, do it, had to adapt. Who the hell knows what happened in the next five years? If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that bread is a fart. <laughs> and I add that. <laughs> oh, that ended so well. Oh. That's what I was laughing about. Brett is <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Probably the same. I have no plans to move. I won't be ready to retire. Hopefully I'll have a remodeled kitchen by then. I hope to travel some more. A little pity once told me you plan to move to West Virginia with your vast wealth and rule over it like an unstoppable juggernaut queen. Is there any truth to this? I have often dreamed of dropping out of a city life and buying a small farm. Never considered West Virginia was too far beneath me. However, I guess I could look into it. Don't. <laughs> uh, if you could create a Pokemon just for your enjoyment of it being in the game, what would it be? Have to think on this one. Nothing jumps to mind. One will be assigned to you then. A 
gavel Pokemon that slams its justice upon the opponent. It's super effective. I guess it's a dark type? I don't know! Wow, you should have done better on that, Hannah. What? What you just write what you just typed out and read? You just did that. I didn't type I, that out. I didn't type it out. You must have done it. You read it. What the green? I got it on on a on on a record. On a recording. On a <laughs> on a recording. I got it. A recording? Continue. Yeah, 18. No, no recording Come on. Move this show. This show. This is gonna be the longest show in the history. We haven't even rolled a Pokemon. Uh uh. uh I don't know. We can do that tomorrow. This could be a special episode. All right. If you could be episodes, how dare you? And this is the specialist of episodes because I got Unbreakable on here. I know that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like we could just make it all about her. A moment, child. I'm channeling her spirit. It is. I can feel Unbreakable coursing through my veins. I have the power. If you could be a Pokemon, what would it be? Oh, I'd be a Snorlax, which is weird because I'm an insomniac. Or maybe that's why. Holy fuck, Brett got guacamole in his hair. There's guacamole in my hair. Number 19. <laughs> is that your favorite? Yes. Snorlax is my favorite. I want to nap on upon his belly. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's adorable because it would be, oh, you know, like on Jurassic Park where Dr. Grant is laying on the. On a dying triceratops, you sick. Yeah, and his belly's like blowing up because he has. Because he's dying. He's constipated. Someone needs to reenact that scene, but with Snorlax. (laughs) And then, like, they shove their arm into the Snorlax. Somebody has. Continue. Snorlax. Oh, no, no, no. This is not the time. Park. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, you make eye contact with a scrappy 10-year-old with a red ball cap, and he challenges you to fight. What do you do? You know that visual of a huge person holding the head of a kid who is kicking and punching but cannot reach the person holding him back with no effort? That. I do that. For a moment, I thought you were talking about, like, <laughs> ripping the head off a kid and then kicking it. <laughs> what? What? And then, like, I can't even deal with you, Hannah. Like, people think I'm fucking weird. And, like, I'm the crazy... I, like, I have the reputation as being the crazy one on the show. But Hannah brings up rape caves and decapitating children, and it's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> I just get ahead of myself. My brain functions too fast. Have your brain oh, okay. function to number 21. As an insider to various Pokemon podcasts, care to share any dirty laundry? It can be a story about someone, something that happened in person at GoFest, anything. Hmm, something I can share? I'll have to think on this one too. I'm sliding you a bribe. She she didn't answer this one. I, I probably should have pushed uh, a little harder. That's that's my fault. I kind of dropped the ball a little bit on that's that okay. one. Uh, I'm going to make some stuff up, though. Uh, Salt okay. was Sorry. stealing uh, 
pepper packets from the nearest Wendy's the entire event. Um, even though like they knew he was taking them, they saw him do it. Like it's not a big deal. They put those out for the customers, and he just had pockets full of pepper, probably because he missed Peppa. Uh, and then uh, Nar, we're pretty sure, was carrying around a a like power tool that he was really proud of in a baby carrier on his chest that he wanted to show off to everybody, but he didn't acknowledge the fact that it was a power tool. It was to him it was just a baby and he referred to it as such like oh hey guys like look at my look at my baby my baby but it wasn't shuckle it was like i don't know some fancy dewalt power saw all right mission accomplished <laughs> yeah who is your rival i don't think i've had one since high school high school sucked Everybody hates high school. The only people who liked high school are the people that are still living their high school dreams. Anyway, that's something I'll have to talk to my therapist about. (laughs) Okay, now, be honest. Do you really think they hold a candy to you? Well, I didn't like her, so no. Hold. Is that supposed to be candle? No, that's a joke. Okay, inside the joke. Pokemon show. Sorry. Um, blah, blah, blah. What do you think a rare candy tastes like? Oh, oh I there it is. Brow, 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 brow. <laughs> the revelations have been revealed, Hannah, and you've become aware of my twisted evil plan you've realized the correlation between the candy joke that i've made and rare candies as it relates to a pokemon <laughs> too bad i've tied you to these railroad tracks and this train would kill you at approximately 32 o'clock <laughs> sorry i turned into an evil train villain uh the green part is sour the yellow part is kind of meh and the reddish pink part is very sweet like me See, nobody likes yellow. Yellow is the worst flavor ever. I don't know. I kind of like lemon heads. Because they're not too sour. Okay, but in a package of Starburst, you have pink, red, orange, and yellow. Which Number flavor? 25. Which flavor do you eat first? Pink. Yes. Second. Are we are we doing this? Yes. What's the second flavor you eat? Uh what are the colors again? I forgot. Pink, red, orange, and yellow. Um, 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 orange. Okay, wrong. <laughs> orange, so, and orange and red are kind of interchangeable to me, but yellow is last, yeah. Nope, so you eat pink, red, and then you give the orange and the yellow away, because you're like, hey, I'm being a friend. Here's some candy, but I already ate all the good ones, because <laughs> yellow yeah. sucks. Yes. Uh, do you know what comes after number 24? <laughs> Which Pokemon is the most delicious? I'm a sushi person. Aloma. Aloma Mala looks pretty darn delicious. Also, I want to make you say it. She got me. I forgot all about that. Aloma Mala. Aloma Mamola. Aloma Mamola. Alamalamala. Alamalamala. Damn it. 
Aloma, alo, alo, mom, hola. Alo, mama, la. Alo, mama, la. Alo, mama, la. Alo, mama, la. Ten plus 16, please. <laughs> okay, you're on a desert island, and you can hold up. You're on a desert island. Huh, just no, kidding. No, that's not what I said. I you're on a desert island, and can only bring one album, book, or DVD with you. Who the fuck watches DVDs anymore? What is it? Can it be the Harry Potter series? Is that cheating? If it's the box set, I will accept. Part B. Are you as into? Are you at? God, I can't read the screen. Well, now I can't read it all. Are you as into or more into the Wizarding World? Oh yeah, I forgot that was the game. Do you play that Pogo <laughs> clone switch snitch swipe? What's it called? You know what I mean. Uh, she didn't answer that one. I think That's she okay. does. I think she does. I know for sure she plays The Walking Dead, which I will count. 27! If you were the absolute ruler of Pokemon, what law would you enforce that everyone would have to follow? You enter the raid at the specified time, not earlier. Okay. She's punctual. Um, at any point, did you lie about something and I didn't catch you? No. Do you regret this interview? <laughs> Absolutely, it was atrocious. Actually, she said not yet. <laughs> Who should I subject to torture next? Someone you'd like to see as a guest on this podcast. DeFi is a wonderful person and a content creator for in the world of Pokemon Go. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. DeFi, I'm coming for you. Uh, you can blame and break. Thank you very much, Unbreakable. Thank you, Unbreakable. Thank you. Uh, boy, boy, was that fun and long. Uh, Unbreakable, thank you so much. You're an absolute dear. Uh, you're you're not uninteresting. That was a great interview. Next time we will have to have your voice on here. Um, that was fun. Yes. I'll get her. Oh, I'll get her. What's next? Oh, we should probably take a break, huh? Yeah. We don't usually take breaks. We usually just power through. Let's take a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me so off. Are we a piece really going to do it? Tortilla. You really want to do the next part, or do you want to make it like end on that note? I'm eating uh, another tortilla chip. I have a problem. Did you hear what I said? Oh. Ho! Oh. Ho! What? Done. 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 Oh, that's not the Empire's music, is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
Number six, six, six. Yes! Finally! Kill the Dark Lord Satan! Oh. Vivillion! The Vivillon? That guy. It evolves from Spupa starting at level 12. It is the final. Sorry. What, what was that? I have to uh, ask. I clicked on. What? That's what are those? That is like. like that is like the jankiest like horror movies from like the the forties or whatever black and white movies were. Uh, it evolves from Spiba starting at level twelve. It is the final form of Scatterbug. Vivalon's wing patterns depend on the real world geographic location set on the game the Pokemon was generated in. There are a total of twenty known patterns. They are a pain in the ass to get them all, and a pain in the ass to register to the home decks if you don't have one because everybody wants one. Uh, butterfly collectors would love them, though. Get out of here, Butterfree! Buzz off, Butterfly. Pin you up on a wall full of the villain. Uh, fun fact, my uncle used to collect bugs. He'd euthanize them in a jar and pin them up and display them. Uh, it can spread its scales to calm an opponent's fighting spirit, as shown in the anime. Vivalon is the only known Pokemon capable of learning the move Powder by leveling up. Snort that powder and see what happens. The devil Pokemon is a sexy temptress. <laughs> in Alpha Sapphire, the Pokédex entry states that the uh, 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 that the patterns on the Pokémon's wings depend on the climate and topography of its habitat. It scatters colorful scales. They all look so good that this probably means that global warming is a myth. Show me the science, Hannah. The Earth is flat. You can't tell me the atmospheric conditions of an exoplanet by a probe and a Hubble Cooperative Astrophysics. Vivalon and its evolutionary relatives are the only bug-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 6. It is the only fully evolved Pokemon to have the ability Friend Guard, uh, so it's built, it's perfect for social distancing, and, uh, you know, what they say about enemies, keep them closer than your friends, hail Satan. Vivalon's effort values yield of 1 HP, 1 special attack, and 1 speed is unique. And prior to Gen 7, Vivalon's Pokedex color was black, like the Dark Lord's inky black heart. <clears throat> Vivalon is a full of, The Dark Lord's heart is full of butterflies and candy. That's correct. It's full of Vivalons, uh, which is based on a butterfly. And considering the many different varieties uh, that, that differ based on the geographic location, Vivalon may have been based on a divergent evolution or possibly species mimicry. Its blocky wing patterns may also be based on pixel art. Oh my gosh, that was so much. Pixel art. Yes. Do you not see it upon the wings? Yes, I fucking see it. There's something, something on the wing. Looks like pixel art. Number 660, uh, 65. We're going backwards, I guess. Well, that's what you do to those records to summon your Dark Lord anyway. You oh, you're right. It evolves from Scatterbug starting at level 9. We're talking about Spupa, number 665. <laughs> His name is Spupa. 
Uh, and he evolves into the villain, obviously starting at level 12. For Let me just say real quick that Spupa is fucking adorable. Like, it's got to be the cutest bug Pokemon, and I love all the bugs. Uh, and, like, Joltik's really, really stinking cute. Uh, I mean, Caterpie's a classic. But Spupa takes takes the, the, the devil's cake. Ooh, damn, that's a good Ooh, joke. Nice. Uh, so, Google picture Scoopa. Uh, it is small, adorable, fucking adorable. I love bugs. Cocoon-like Pokemon, mostly hidden by fluffy white fur with square particles of red, black, and pale yellow in and around the fur. Poking out of the top of its fur is its large, round head. The head is light gray in the back with a darker gray face. There is a beige dot over each eye, and the face is bisected by a thin black line that ends in a beige triangle at the top of the head, perfecting for, you know, sacrifices and summoning the devil. Its eyes are also beige with square black pupils, and in order to defend itself, Spupa will bristle its fur to threaten predators or sprays powder, which Vivillon then later snorts. Multiple Spupa appeared in To Catch a Pokemon Smuggler, all of which had earlier evolved from Scatterbug, including one of them that Ash and his friends helped out. One of the Spupa later evolved into a Vivillon while battling with Dolan's Diggersby, and the rest evolved afterwards. Then it left Ash because he's a perennial loser, and even the Dark Lord's Whispers have their limits. Spupa is the only Pokemon with a base stat total of 213. It is likely based on the larval form of certain family members of the Tenedes family, such as the Carpet Moth, the Case-Bearing Clothes Moth, uh, which constructs snug cases of fibers and hairs that leave their heads exposed. Considering its evolutionary relatives, it may also represent a generic pupa of a moth or butterfly, particularly silkworm cocoons. Now, now, Hannah, you say something while I take a breath. Okay. Um, Scatterbug has... He has a little bit of an overbite. <laughs> um, I kind of zoned out. Sorry. Wow. Well, you say a lot of things, and it's hard to keep up with, and I'm trying to follow along. Let's see. Does it have a shiny? Okay, so the opposite, the shiny is white. That's the one that repented for its sins and got to go to heaven. Ah, we don't want those. No, we like Satan. Number 664, Scatterbug, the devil's minion. Scatterbug is a black larval Pokemon with a relatively large head. Its head is bisected by a line that runs from the forehead to the mouth. It has large beige eyes with square black pupils that stare deep into your pitiful human soul. Uh, a single pointed tooth pokes out of its mouth and three white hairs are on the top of its head. He has a three-segmented body with a pair of nubby beige legs on each segment. A white ruff of fur encircles its neck, and there's a large spot on its rear. Never say the devil isn't fashionable. He does wear Prada, after all. And if threatened by a bird Pokemon, Scatterbugs can spew a paralytic black powder. This powder you do not want to snort. Um, and it allows it to adapt to any climate, including fake warming ones. Um, holy shit, Hannah. Holy Satan. Ah... You're going to be mad at me. Why? You're going to make me sing a song? Oh, that's right! It's time for Pokemon Draft! Hannah, 
Pokemon Draft is a game we play where we draft the Pokemon that is the best in order to do a certain task or thing. So previously, we've done the best Pokemon to party with, the best Pokemon to podcast with, uh, stuff like that. So today, we will be drafting the best Pokemon in which to uh, uh, taxidermy or pin up in your local lodge. So imagine you're some kind of twisted Cabela's Pokemon hunter, and you're looking for the perfect display of gruesome, naturalistic beauty to hang up on your wall. Top five Pokemon, and go. Hannah, I will start. The... Okay. The, uh, the, 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 the Pokemon draft right this moment. And give you, uh, you know, some time to... Some, some time to think, because I totally blindsided you with this. Number one on my Pokey Draft board. Going directly to West Virginia State University. Shout out your tickets. Arceus, God itself. Kill that bitch and put him on my wall. Which one did you do? I did the Pokemon God, Arceus. I'll have to look that up later. Oh, wow. I can't even with you sometimes. I know. It's okay. All right. You're up. I'm looking Hello? up Arceus. Really? That's what you're going to mount on your wall? Yeah. Pokemon God. G-O-D. God. Going for okay. his neck. Um, I'm doing giraffe gig. Giraffe. <laughs> giraffe rig. You know what? I'm not even mad about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, giraffe rig. <laughs> so you would obviously need to do a full body mount if you wanted to take advantage of the fact it has a head on its butt, right? No, you just like. Cut him in half and just stick it to the wall, like side by side. <laughs> both, both sides. Or you could cut a hole in your wall, have one end, I'm have the end on one side and then the head side on the other end. I I hear you have a hole cut in your wall. Um, so like if you were at a TGIF Fridays and you just gotta hope you didn't get the ass end over top of your table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fantastic. With the third pick in the Pokemon draft, I select Mr. Mime. Who wouldn't want to kill Mr. Mime? It'd be like jackalopes. <laughs> It'd be like a jackalope in a chain restaurant, only instead of people not being sad about it because they're fake, they're like not sad about it because it's a Mr. Mime. Naturally drained its life with my bare hands. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. You probably would. You would probably go out and hunt him down and kill him. By well, you know, he's probably a sexual predator and deserves it, so. Oh, that's Hypno. Well, both of them. They're on the same forums, I guarantee it. On the dark web. Uh, but there is. With All the right. uh, fourth pick in the uh, NFL... Po er, 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 scratch that. The Pokemon Draft. 
Don't want to get copyright trick. Okay. I picked Magikarp. Hear me out. Okay. okay. Because I'm going <laughs> to put the big mouth Billy Bass singing thing in That's his amazing. mouth. That's <laughs> amazing. If you like pina coladas. But it'd be Magikarp. Pokeballs. I would evolve into Gyarados, but I'm hanging on this wall. That's amazing. <laughs> with, the, with the fifth, are we on fifth? We're on the fifth pick of the Pokemon draft. I select Whale Lord. He, so you ever seen like in a museum with those big long bones, the skeleton bones of Whale Lord just hanging or from of actual whales that are like on the, Jesus. you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like the big whale bones that are hanging from the ceiling. That, but a whale lord. Wow. House. That's that's what I'm going with. And naturally, I would have drained its life with my bare hands. You have them side by side. Six pick, go. All right. Picked Articuno and it stuck forever. Yeah, is it really? You can't cut that out? I mean, I could. Are you on a mulligan? Yes. Fine, it's not like you don't have another pick, but go on. Do you need to pl play the music again so we can... Uh... The music is literally like five seconds long. It's not giving you a lot of time. Articuno honestly isn't that bad. I mean, if you wanted to keep your drinks cold, you could hope it has some sort of like latent magical energy still in it and just like put a Coke on his beak or something. Treat him like a fridge. No, because uh, I was thinking. Uh, oh, freak. You know what? I'm going with Jinx. Because I, I will stick Jinx right beside of your uh, Mr. Mime, and they could be horrible and terrible taxidermied Pokemon sitting beside me next to each other for the rest of their lives because they're awful. Then it might be like one worse than one of those like scary horror wax museums. Oh, what a yeah. nightmare! Yeah. yeah. With the pick that's number I don't recall. Six. Seven. Oh, we get more? No, this, no, it's us total. We went Arceus. You went with... Giraffig. Giraffarig. Mr. Mime. Yeah. Magikarp. Magikarp. Whale Lord. Jinx. And with the seventh pick in the Pokemon draft for Pokemon best to murder and, and taxidermy and put up on the wall, I am going with uh, Mudbray. He's a little donkey boy, and I thought I could put him in front of a restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant, and people could climb <laughs> on top of him and take pictures, like we do when wow. we go to Mexican restaurants. I don't realize how horrible that is, except it's not a real... Not a real donkey. 
<laughs> donkey? A donkey. Get out of my swamp, donkey! Don't fuck <laughs> that dragon, donkey! With the eighth pick. She's got it. All right. Let's go with Pineco because you probably find a lot of them on the ground anyway and they're already oh dead. God. All right. Nar would, <laughs> love, Nar would love that one. He hates Pineco and Fortress. <laughs> Makes me sad. Well, I mean, they fall out of the trees. You know, they're probably just laying there like, Pineco. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ninth pick in the Pokemon draft. Brett is selecting uh, Giratina, the Pokemon Devil itself! Naturally, I've drained its life with my bare hands. Sure you did. That's right. And as I lean upon its body like it's a fucking beanbag chair, I'm gonna take a dip of guacamole on a tortilla chip and I'm gonna eat it. Just like this. You know, there are probably some people listening that have a terrible, terrible time with hearing people masticating their and food. There's probably people that have a thing with words that hate the word masticating. And there's probably people that love ASMR and are probably furiously masturbating. <laughs> Ew. That's weird. <laughs> I just spilled guacamole all over myself. No, that's the wrong one! Yeah, I didn't get my 10th pick. With the final pick in the Pokemon Draft 4, Pokemon you want to kill and put up on the wall, Hannah! Selects! Uh, fuck, I can't... I want Stantler. Why? He's like a deer. Keeping it simple, man. So is Xerneas, and he's a legendary deer. Well, I don't know which one that is. Okay. You'll see. I'll show you later. Guys, I think that's going to be it. Skarmory. Skarmory would be cool. Skarmory would be cool. I think my alternates I had were like Charizard and Ursaring. Naturally, having drained their lives with my bare hands. Yes, yeah. of course, every time. Or Luigi, or Lu Luke. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, that's a classic episode. I know. Bringing them back. All righty. Hey, that's gonna do it for us. Whoa, what a show! I hope you enjoyed it. Are people still listening right now? I doubt it, seriously. Uh, hey, check out our charity campaign oh, wait, that we're wait, doing. What? Wait, what? What? Wait. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Uh, check out our charity campaign we're doing in the description uh, for the Best Friends Animal Society. Check out the uh, charity stream that we're participating in with the Pokecasters Network. Uh, check out our other show, Let's Die, Comedy Survival, Survival Comedy. And that's it. That's all I got. Uh, Hannah. Brent. Uh, there is one thing that we gotta do. Is it the thing I think that you're thinking of? Yeah, we gotta sing a song. No. About Pavilion. Bitch, we have it in.
Good enough. After you go to a death metal concert, Dark Rye will suck your soul into the desert. Bye, everybody. Bye. Ugh.